grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, namaste everyone. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet and my co-host Patty Peterson is here today as your host for Oneness Talk Radio, Light Laughter and Lattes. We are going to be covering honoring your energy and boundaries. So it's a big topic today. I want to welcome everyone from Oneness Talk Radio, if you're on Facebook or if you're on Oneness Talk Radio YouTube. Hi, hello. Um, Jump in the chat. The chat is open. Um, The call board is also open and I'm going to put up that number for you right now in case you want to call in 517-208-1500. And if you catch this later via podcast, on Spotify or Apple or one of the others, come and come and join us live sometime. Um, we so enjoy the interaction and connecting with you all. And so Patty and I, just a quick introduction. We are both medical intuitives and we are both Avesa quantum healers. So if you have any questions regarding this topic or any topic that matter, go ahead and you can give us a call or you can, you can, um, Type something into the chat, and we will do our best to answer your questions. So, thank you, and I, I get a bigger smile for each of the chat people joining us. Thank you. Yeah, We're yeah, so honored yeah. that you're taking some time to be with us here. Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to do a little shout out. Hi to B. Hi B. I'm sorry I missed you in Ecuador. Darn. Hi Lorena. Thanks for. Thanks for writing in. Thanks also for writing in. Glad you ladies are here today. And so today, wow, we are in day two of a Mercury retrograde. Ah, Most people freak out about Mercury retrogrades. Um, We're being told that this is not one to freak out about, that this one is about being reborn, um, reactivating, and what was the other ready to go ready Ready to go yes yes and it's all about rebirthing ourselves reactivating ourselves and being ready to go you know into oneness into more of the truth that we are so um that is exciting because typically retrogrades you know, make people want to clench a little bit. <laughs> I know I've had many interesting experiences in retrogrades. Right. We often revisit or uh-huh. rework through something, recreate, re often those other re words. Have to redo. Yes. <laughs> over and over. Technology. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, but we're holding, you know, the more we hold that intention that this is a very positive one for that uh, upliftment of being reborn, that'll add to it, because that's a lot about what we're talking as far as our our intention, even, and what it does to our energy field as we talk more about, about that. 
Well, absolutely. Anytime we can stay upbeat and positive and excited, we can shift anything. So, um, yeah, so let's get excited and positive about this Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and see what... Rescripting the old, perhaps, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, um, and what else today? Oh, yeah, I did the Ascended Numerology for today specifically. Um, I love Ascended Numerology. It is so accurate. It is so crazy amazing. And so today is a five which is truth revealed and it's all about the throat chakra and are you living in your truth um you know and, and it's great to sing communicate you know your truth those kind of things and, and really a lot to do with boundaries that we're going to be talking about right being able to verbalize our boundaries exactly so that, so that may be something you can notice about today you know how your throat has been and, and where that's shown up in your reflections in the world mm-hmm. Five, all will be revealed. Think of that too, right? That five-pointed star. It's like everything's being revealed. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So um, honoring our energy and boundaries. This is, is, you know, Kyle, when I first started this this path, and I think many of us, it it seems to be, um, you know, like a product of many of the light workers, especially healers, right? We all just want to give so much. We want to help so much. We want to serve, you know, serving is at our core, right? And so we tend, many tend to give themselves away, give themselves away, put themselves second. And in doing so creates this um, you're first, I'm second. So then you take on their energy. There creates an imbalance in the energy field. And then you take on other people's energies, which is not fun. It's no. not fun and yet it's a beautiful teacher, right? It's, it's, it's part of that on our, on our journey of mastery. Because I remember the early days when I was starting my holistic healing, um, we're talking the late 90s, early 2000s. And Every client that I had, I was doing other systems at the time. I wasn't a medical intuitive. However, I was doing still hands-on healing in many different ways. And whatever, I started to finally put it together. Whatever I saw in clients that day, I'd go home, I would have those symptoms. Whether, you know, it was the upset stomach issues, imbalance there, depression. You know, I have a depressed client. I go home and I'd lay on the floor and it's kind of, you know, how clear does it have to be before we start going, wait a minute, I'm taking all these energies on. Mm-hmm. Well, I can remember one of the very first days too, when we first got together and we took our first trip together, mm-hmm. it was you and I and another person. And we went to, I think we were in Duluth, Minnesota. And oh, yes. yes. And we went into a, you know, probably it wasn't the highest frequency place. It was a bar. <laughs> well, so I was going to mention is, yeah, places. Pay, pay attention. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and, and, and not that it, not all bars are low frequency, they're no. not. But, you know, everything will feel low frequency if your energy field is open and you're out of balance and you're taking on energies. Because there's going to be lower frequency energies in most anywhere, even a church, right? Or mm-hmm. even, a, you know, um, a place where people are doing great things. Um, 
So we all went in there and we were having fun together. And we were really even in a field of the three of us with Avesa energy, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we left there. We all went into the parking lot and started choking and coughing and puking, throwing up. <laughs> because we all took on a bunch of energies that weren't ours. And <laughs> Claire is a bell. I still remember that. <laughs> it's over a decade ago. Yes. Yeah, and you would have thought our joy would have protected us, but that was. Um, those things tend to happen for me anyways, it happened a lot when I was first beginning my journey and you really have this open heart and this, I really want to help. I really want to give, I really want to help heal others, especially when you first Mm -hmm. discover that you have the ability to heal, you know, like, let me out there, let me help as many people as I can. Right. Right. While unconsciously probably holding more self-doubts or areas, right, where we're not, I mean, that out of balance, but there's something there where then it comes in along with that overgiving. Mm -hmm. Right. Holes in our energy field. Yes. Yes. That'll allow that to come in. And Mm -hmm. and one of those biggest holes happens when, um, you know, you're putting yourself second. Yes. Yes. Or you compromise yourself, which is the same as putting yourself second. Absolutely. Another very strong early lesson for me um, was I was going each week to a place that I was um, going to that I didn't, I was doing it for other people, put it that way, Mm -hmm. to keep the peace, to be, you know, there for others, to be seen there, to be with the family, whatever. And I started to dawn on me when I got home there too. I was wiped out. And the more I would go when it wasn't in full alignment with my truth, and even though I sat there trying not to hold any judgment, just hold peace, I came home and each time it took longer for me to rebound my energy. I Eventually it was where I was drained for 24 hours. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Okay, is this really worth it? When are you going to be in your truth and speak up? This doesn't align with where I am right now and who I am. And that year I finally did. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's like one of the first steps, right? To yeah. evaluate all the things that you're doing and you're going to and you're volunteering for. You know, does this really serve my highest? Is this something that I want to be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and and granted, you know, and in, 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 am I serving from a full cup? You know, exactly. Am I doing all these things and exhausted and still think I have to serve and you're serving from an empty cup? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we know as medical intuitives how that contributes to big illnesses. And right. And um, and when we go through bigger up level times like this month, now we had that amazing full moon and then an equinox, these up levels, what was holding balance for us perhaps before or was nurturing self-fulfilling may shift it may not be the same way the same things right you notice things like that jerry we have to up level that too mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it's um i mean really it, it's all about staying in balance mm-hmm. staying in balance is like a constant you know, put a little bit on this scale, take a little off this scale, put a little on this scale. And and it can change from day to day. 
depending on your energy, depending on right. the moon, <laughs> depending <laughs> on the people you're around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I got myself off balance, you know, and this is the thing about boundaries. You don't always even know there you until go. the boundary gets crossed. Exactly. Like, okay, now I have to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. So I had just, I just went through my own COVID experience. Um, I didn't think I would get it because I was super healthy. I never get sick. I was out and about throughout the whole entire process, dancing, having fun. But this past, after the up level, it was right after the up level, um, I was doing so much and denying my physical body and not taking my vitamins, not eating and out dancing till 2 a.m. and up at work at 5 (laughs) a.m. and go, go, go. And wham. And I didn't even know I had it for a full week. And so that's like, whoa, whoa, look at, you know, I, I allowed myself to go way out of balance, doing way too much. Yeah. And, um, and and there's other reasons too, subconscious reasons why that experience happened. But part of my lesson was, okay, now I have to take a look back. Wait a minute. I don't need to work these many days, even if it is fun. I need to take one of those days and, and put it more towards my self-care. Right. <laughs> And how much do we honor, I think we've mentioned this before, but, um, you know, the value in rest, right? It's so often, um, and depending on our upbringing and what we saw modeled and, you know, all of that, but how how sacred and important it is to take those moments of this respite and this quiet and this rest. And that's been a big one for me, you know, to feel that there's as much validity in that, even you know, as, as everything else that we're doing. And so when I start to, my body's showing there's a breakdown somewhere, that's one of the key areas for me. There usually hasn't been enough downtime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's a little bit crazy too, to maintain this balance, you know, when we are in this concentric time, because there's always time time is acting so differently. <laughs> I mean, there's days where you can get more done than you'd ever yep. imagined. Yep. But there seems to be less of those for me than the days where like, geez, all I did was these three things. I can't even. <laughs> That's how today was for me. Yesterday was forever. And today I went, how is it this time already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that, that, that makes it even more a little even a little more challenging mm-hmm. to honor that balance so that mm-hmm. you're making sure that you have a robust energy field, you know, because then the mind gets going, right? Oh god, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, I didn't <laughs> exactly. Yep. Tries to run the show there. <laughs> yes. So by some of the examples we're sharing, you know, and want to encourage people to notice what what is it that that drains you and what uplifts you right what what people places experiences all these different areas and sometimes we need a few hard knocks to to really get it to pay attention right no absolutely um and especially when it comes to boundaries, you know, 
um, like I was saying earlier, you don't always know that you had a boundary or you needed to put out a boundary until someone crosses it. Yes. And I've seen many people who are, you would say, too nice, right? That are mm-hmm. very, very open mm-hmm. and loving, but have no boundaries. Mm-hmm. And they're usually the ones that get sicker easily, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't have as much energy. Mm-hmm. And because, and they're taking on a, a lot of things. And they can show up in poverty. Poverty could show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Consciousness. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So you have to get, they have, they have to, you know, then, then they get kept on often, taken mm-hmm. advantage of often. Mm-hmm. And then there gets this subtle amount of like frustration or anger. Anger is a big clue. Our boundaries have been stepped. You overstepped. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind mm-hmm. of built up within them because they've they're you know they're constantly you know semi-doormat right (laughs) yes yes and so um and and it's the hardest because I've been there I've been that doormat I've been in that spot Mm -hmm. and and it gets really really hard to set your boundaries when you're coming from that place but yet it's so important and I noticed the first time that I would start to set the boundaries um, it's like the universe will always come back right away and say, are you sure? You sure? <laughs> Especially if we played that same role with those people. I mean, like a victim triangle role or a certain codependent or, and then you start owning your, your true um, power. I mean, your true honoring who you are, right? Yeah. Oh, it might not be so easy at first. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's hard. It's hard for people. The funny thing is the people that are in their power and are balanced with their heart, their wisdom and their power center can very clearly state their boundaries, easily state their boundaries, don't have an issue with taking on energies and stay in balance. And it's easy for them. And those that give themselves away often, it's hard for them to express their boundaries. But that's when you need to. Right. And hopefully some of us have somebody in our life that models that. Sometimes yeah. we have a child like that that is modeling it. And I was trying, going, wow, she's showing me how to have more clear boundaries and stand up for myself, you know? Uh, yeah. Yes, I've got one of them as well. You know, and sometimes the, the, it might not be the child that, that has the good boundaries that shows you. It might be mm-hmm. the child that takes True. advantage of you. <laughs> so you learn, you're like, dang, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know? True. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Either way, we get these opportunities to learn and grow. <laughs> get more clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I noticed um, it's always good to you know, so evaluate where your boundaries are. And I know even as having a business, like both of us have a medical intuitive business and we work from home. So we have to set our own boundaries around time, you know, to not, and and I tend to always go over, oh, I'm just going to give a little bit more and go over and you can do that. But if you go into an office somewhere where they have things set up for you, there's already boundaries set in place. There's a timing and they will just say, okay, your time's up. It's time to go now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I've been to those places. I'm sorry, but your time is up. Yep. You know? and, and, if you're, and if you come in late, you don't get any extra. You know, you're, you get less time and they just stick right? to that. 
And um, that's been a big learning area for me too. And once again, I drained myself or people took advantage because I wasn't honoring me. It's truly having strong boundaries is such an act of self-love. Yeah. Yeah. And and there needs to be like consequences with it. And and I've learned this working with children, especially, you know, EBD children. And it needs to happen very quickly. There needs to be, this is the boundary. This is what's going to happen if you cross the boundary. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is, you know, and, and any of the things around it. And then it needs to be stuck to like right away. Yes. Right away. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing if you have an at-home business, right? The same thing. So if you miss your appointment, you know, this is what's going to happen. Or if you're late, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and I have found that people who do this to me, I appreciate it. I appreciate people who have good, clear boundaries. I feel more comfortable around them. I feel clear. I feel, I feel at home with them, like a, a certain level of safety. Mm-hmm. But what would keep us from doing that? So I can say, you know, doing my own work, what kept me from embracing that right away and still being a little lax around that was that what's, an, you know, what's the fear? Oh, I'm, I may be rejected. They won't like me, abandoned, not wanted, judge me, you know, right? That's that's what's operating underneath when we're, yeah, being amenable to everybody but ourselves or really what our needs are as a priority. Right, right. And then being able to verbalize it too. That's often the biggest challenge. Like right. you can set the boundary in your mind and say, okay, this is it. But that when it comes time, can you actually, you know, verbalize it? There's that truth chakra, right? Yeah. In our truth, knowing what it is, uh-huh. and do I feel safe to express it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can take some practice. At least it did for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I'm smiling because I've been I've been around one of these people lately in my in my free time when I go out dancing and very good at boundaries, maybe maybe too good. Expressing <laughs> uh-huh. her boundaries to everyone around. <laughs> Whether they want to know or need to know or not. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> And, and there's a part of me that admires my admires her ability to do that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess there there's a um, you know if we go into the throat chakra, there's you can go way out on one side or way out on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes there you can go to too far that it's control, right? Exactly. <laughs> yep, that can be a piece there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So what, what is, um, we should probably share with people, if you are one of those people who are maybe just um, really sensitive now and, and opening up mm-hmm. and you're yourself taking on other people's energies, um, so what are some things you can do? And Patty, you want to? Well, the work of self-ascension, we teach the container practice is the first one. Yeah. Command the light with your left hand, right hand, any energies I'm carrying, not for my highest good. Thank you. I love you. Transmuting it all through the chakras, collecting it, send it to the container. Do that often. Because, and even after you wake up in the morning, because at night, 
we're not just in our body. <laughs> we're picking things up as we travel. So that's a big one. And that's the first thing I teach every client. And if a friend is wanting and asking, and it's one that people use with effect. Yeah. Re no, recycle, no. recycle the old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. great. And if you don't know that practice and you want to get to know it a little more, yeah. you can go to Sri, S-R-I-N-D-A-N-D-K-I-R-A.com. And I think it's under like self-ascension practices. It's called the container practice. Mm -hmm. Learn that one. And you can even clear for the, for the world. You can teach you how to create your own container if you want to put the energy into it. But um, when I first started out on this path, boy, I did that practice. I don't know how many times a day, you know, daily. Uh, hiding in stalls at the airport. Yes. <laughs> Stalls at, at stores, running in there, you know, in my car. In the car, yeah. We always laugh right after Walmart. We're all doing this. <laughs> Certain places seem to have, yeah. But th that's the first go-to. Mm -hmm. um, and then an, another one I like to do, the, another practice is the living onk practice. And that's a good one, too, for really after you clear your field, then you can go ahead and kind of reignite your energy. So like you're clearing the old and then you're perking yourself up with the new. And that's called the Living Ankh. That is also at the same website under self-ascension practices. You can find that one there. Um, uh, and go ahead. Yeah. And I was just going to say things that solidify our, our aura, our energy field, you know, anything that's bringing you more into your heart. And that's where we were talking about the balance, the what's nurturing for ourselves, what's bringing us joy, what uplifts me in my life, paying really close attention. So that'll help solidify the more um, we're looking at those things. Well, sure. Yeah. The more you're in your joy, the more you give yourself, you take care of your body, your mind, your mm -hmm. spirit, you're in your joy, you're doing what you love, the stronger your energy field is and the less susceptible you are to not only the viruses and colds and stuff like that, but you're less susceptible to people's other people's energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that helps a lot. I right. Um, back a couple of years ago when we went to Ecuador... Um, one of um, the New Year's times and um, our mentor looked at me and she said I had had this big energy attached to the back of my heart and I was like wow and so she, I was a demo to remove that how she showed with some of our beautiful tools we use as um, crystalline avesa healers and medical intuitives removing that and what it was was somebody projecting toward me around how dare she be happy. And um, so I apparently, right, again, was carrying some own self-doubt around that on the back of the heart in order for that energy to attach. And so, you know, Jerry and I both help people with these things. If anybody, you know, wants to get more, if you're having trouble feeling like you're getting drained easily, um, send us a message. Yeah, absolutely. I know one of um, my biggest lessons when I've opened myself up to allow interference energies in, which is kind of um, same thing around boundaries is when we create holes in our energy fields, 
which are compromises. So there's been a couple of times on my path where I've compromised myself. I didn't really want to do something, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, because I feel like I have to, or I feel guilty, right? That's a big yeah, one. that's a big one. Yeah. And so clearly I'm standing there doing something I didn't want to do. And I, and I, that allowed things to come in. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple of times where it took me a significant amount of time to be able to release and clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, yep. that's, that's something. And I know in, in this world in the density world that we are currently living in um, some might call that um, being selfish. Right. Oh, definitely. Depending on what kind of um, culture and, you know, family we came from. Absolutely. I remember when I started saying no to some of the extended family, extra shower, baby showers and blah, 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 you know, (laughs) and that was hard because it wasn't bringing me joy to attend everything. And people start looking at you. Who are you now to say you don't have to go? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so there's so much around that. Can I speak up for myself and what I really need and being self-full instead of selfish? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the, quite the backwards world we live in. (laughs) Yes. That beautiful word. Yes. Energy vampires, Beatrice. That's, that's true. Those are, those are there too, you know, and um, we might not, um, you know, people unconsciously when they, when we have, you know, energy that they want, it can kind of come in toward us. They're, they're trying to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, no one can take from you if you're not open. Yes. If you're not giving yourself away. <laughs> right. Right. So getting more clear, you know, what is it that helps me feel more in alignment, in balance and, um, some of us use crystals, put various crystals in our by our beds, in our vehicles, in our home, in different places. Those can help hold a higher frequency and clear. And that's a whole other topic, but that's another thing I use and do. Oh, absolutely. Um, in the Egyptian healing rods, if mm-hmm. you, um, I know I have a link on my website for them and I sell them and I, you sell them as well too, right, Patty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will help keep your energy field stronger and more robust. Yep. Runs the meridians. About seven minutes with Egyptian healing rods is like a 30 minute acupuncture treatment. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, that, in, a, in a practice that I used to do more I still find myself doing it but whenever I go somewhere big you know like let's say a Walmart or a place where there's a lot of people the minute I leave um, commanding all the energy in my field that does not belong to me to return to thunder and calling all my energy that I've left in this space back to me now beautiful Get yes. in a habit of commanding your energy. Commanding your energy. Yes. Yep. 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 Just like we, you know, we're talking about in the physical, having those boundaries, the energetic. Command in what is ours that you, we didn't inadvertently leave that where it wasn't needed <laughs> and others to go back to where it came. Yeah. Very well, it's really important to be energetically conscious, yes. you know, just because you can't see it. <laughs> right. Right. It doesn't mean you have to manage it. You do. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So that's very much, you know, um, yeah, how are we feeling? I mean, some people may be able to, you know, see it um, right. and just the knowing, but, you know, really it's a lot about the, the clairsentience, how we feel, the feeling you get. And the more in tuned we are with our own rhythms and our own body patterns, then we can pick them up much quicker before they drain us too much and stay with us and contribute to more dis-ease. And oftentimes you may know, um, too, if you're having thoughts that don't feel like they're your own. Ah, good point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, why am I thinking this? This is kind of whatever, not a thought I would normally have. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good opportunity to check in. Maybe it's not yours. <laughs> you know, very it's true. Good time to do the container practice or to command away. Command, yep. Yeah, you may get, you know, sometime like a whole wave of grief or sadness or something come through, you know, and stop, clear. Here's what I do anyway, clear. Is this really mine? Sometimes it's not. It's just let it pass through. <laughs> Command it back. And yes, to, to, tuning into not everything we pick up and feel and sense is our own. Right. Or, you know, and the, another thing that comes to me on this topic is, you know, when you're communicating with others who may be um, not accustomed to maybe energy or mm-hmm. um, taking on a, um, a higher level of awareness, you know, that all things are a gift, even our traumas, even our dramas, they're there for a reason to help us lift and remember who we are. And so when you're dealing with people, especially if you're a healer and you have a client that's really had um a challenging experience, right? If you go into the place of empathy or, you know, maybe more, more sympathy. sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, okay. I'm, but if you allow yourself to go down into where they are, you can very easily take on that experience as opposed to staying at that higher state and, and acknowledging their experience, but not, you know, going down there with them. Because if you actually, if you go down there with them, then you're not doing any service. You're no. you're adding to that experience. Right. So to be able to hold um, an ascended state while someone's going through something and be the witness. And you can it. be very empathic and understanding right. without going deep into, oh, poor, poor, you know, and that's that sympathy aspect. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And can sit with somebody in in some really tough stuff. And one thing that really helps me in those situations is using the star consciousness and to to beam that at at them. And again, we're giving another practice that um, we share in self-ascension and um, with our clients. And it's on the same website you mentioned earlier, you know, and on the middle of our forehead here, the star consciousness that connects to the divine within everybody. And so when we're sitting with somebody and we're really, that's our intent, then we support that aspect of the client, the friend, instead of you know getting wallowing too much in the old, the deeper um, griefs and lower, coarser energies that they're just processing through. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it, instead of diving down into the drama, staying yeah. up and holding... Mm-hmm. Um, holding the star consciousness open and Mm -hmm. seeing them in their higher state. Mm -hmm. 
being the witness of their experience, that'll not only keep you out of that, keep you from taking on those energies, but you will also be assisting them. To, Absolutely. Absolutely. To out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Other things that help your energy field? Sometimes maybe animals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our extra little healers. <laughs> there too. My dog has taken on my stuff sometime. Sometimes. And- <laughs> Try all the time. That's their job. Yes. And now that I'm like, you know, then I clear him and I'm like, but you don't have to hold it, right? Thank you for helping me, honey. But no, don't carry it. <laughs> run. A good run. I mm. always know when I've got a massive mm. amount of energy coming up, my mm. dog will be bonkers. She'll be like chomping at the bit. She'll bring me a ball. She won't leave me alone. And I'm like, oh, God, here comes some energy ready for release. And I bring her to the dog park and I throw balls, throw balls, throw balls. And she runs, 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 runs. I'm highly sensitive. I can literally feel my energy moving as she's running. Mm. And I remember the first time that I noticed this, I'm like, oh my God, is she moving my energy to be running? I'm like, yes. Ah, (laughs) So so seriously, if you're in a state where you can't exercise, (laughs) exercise your dog. (laughs) I've been there. I've been there. I was at a state where I was so... You know, I'd just gotten done with seven years of going to court, thrown down, I don't know how many times. And it was so heavy within me that I was just full up. And she was like loaded with energy. And that's when she would exercise and run like crazy. And I could literally feel her enlightening me by moving the energy for me. So, yeah, it's crazy. Our pets help us in so many ways. I mean, to the point where many people's pets look like them, right? (laughs) True. They've taken on your features so much. They've got your. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yep. They, they find us as, you know, part of our soul journey too, just like people. And they're a beautiful counterpart and, yeah, I, I noticed mine. I just have to support him not to um, hold on to mine. He doesn't run as much. He's a little chubbier, small guy, but <laughs> good, strong walk is good. Yes. <laughs> walk will help. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yes. Well, I, I think I'll need to do a whole show someday on our, on our pets. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess I should have written down all the things, but they're pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Great gift. Matter of fact, I, it's funny because I just watched the Marley and me last oh. night. <laughs> Speaking of pets. So that was, that was kind of fun. That was. So if anyone has any questions for us, you can call in the, um, the call in line. I'll put that number up again one more time so you can see it. Um, so if you have any questions or comments or in one thing we would love to receive, if you have any ideas like, you know, I wish they would talk about this or I wish they would yeah. share that, yeah. you know, go ahead. Um, and you can, if you're on Facebook or YouTube or right now, if you're listening, you can put it right into the chat. But if you catch this later, go into Facebook mm-hmm. or YouTube and, and put it in the comments. 
Mm -hmm. We'd love to see your comments and um, any show ideas you might have, and we'll do our best to address that because truly we are here just to be of service to humanity. Both of us have been on this path for, what, 12, 13 years? <laughs> um, the path of self-ascension, we've been on the healing and awakening to um, our intuitive gifts and abilities longer than that. Um, but the conscious path of this for quite a long time. So. Um, We've been through a lot of the things that you might have questions about anyways. That's it. I often find, yeah, healers and those, you know, fulfilling these types of roles have experienced so many things in order to understand those that we're here to help support and help. So, and then, you know, our energy attracts um, that type of client often too, you know, so things that I've gone through often, you know, my clients will, will mirror that. Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah, it is. Isn't it fun living in the house of mirrors? With <laughs> <laughs> all of mirrors? <laughs> oh, yes. And especially, yeah, you notice paying so much more attention, you know. If we're giving the same advice, you know, more than once to somebody, it's like, oh, I guess this was actually really meant for me today. <laughs> yeah, I think I just shared that with you. Yeah. So, so an experience of that. So I had an instant manifestation. I'll probably do a little whole show around this. Yeah. But I was sharing with someone. It happened to be the same person who was um, um, maybe too good at boundaries. <laughs> and she had she had come to me for some advice on um, you know relationships. How do I draw in a partner? And I was sharing her. You know, the key first is to love yourself. The, to heal your heart, because until then, you will constantly attract a person who's going to show you what hasn't been healed. And so I was telling her about the mirror practice, about looking in the mirror and doing I love the I love you unconditionally. You are safe with me. I accept you just as you are. And I swear to God, this is a constant nonstop practice. The more you want to claim a view, the more you have to look in the mirror. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a two-time nope. thing. You know, it's, I'm finding out it's a daily thing, like getting up and brushing your teeth. You do that mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. and, um, and how I learned this was through this experience. So I'm sharing this with her at a bar. <laughs> this is my bar talk. <laughs> and everyone else is picking up people, right? Getting their, you know, trying to get their love from other places. And I'm sharing with her, this is how to do this. So I come home that night from the bar and there is a mirror sitting on my counter. I did not put this mirror there. <laughs> I do not use this mirror only for mirror work. And I went, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know? And my first thought was, okay, is this a sign that I need to do more of this work? Mm -hmm. Or is this a product of my speaking about it so strongly during the full moon, right, mm -hmm. that I just manifested it? Well, it it turns out that we were at a powerful time. This was a time where I was meant to go to Ecuador. And I had claimed a lot for myself. I had said yes in the month of choice in a really big way. I put my stuff in the ground, signed it, sealed it. I move it up and I saw literally all my dreams coming true. They were all coming before me. Everything was coming around me. 
And it could have happened right there in Ecuador, probably, maybe, I don't know. But my inner child freaked out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the, the antidote to that was the mirror. Yes. And that's why the mirror manifested. It was like, okay, if you want this, you get to the mirror fast. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't. I missed, I missed the opportunity to really do that. And um, I didn't, I kind of left it off like, oh, look what I, you know, talked about it so much. But it was really me sabotaging myself. You know, it was a self-sabotage. So I didn't, and I actually um, missed my trip, (laughs) missed my whole trip there. But um, I don't know how I'm relating this. You said something about manifesting things. (laughs) Right, right. And, um, And truthfully, that practice too is another, you know, that will sustain that the mirror practice will sustain our our bubble, our energy field, our aura into that higher frequency of crystalline light so less comes in. When we can look in the mirror, look deep into our eyes and truly keep loving, I see you, I honor the divine in you, I love you. And especially when things are tough. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I remember the first time I did that years ago and I sobbed and I sobbed and I sobbed. It was so powerful first time uh, it, it is it, it's extremely powerful mm-hmm. and, and usually when I first started doing it I would find maybe two three hours later I would feel horrible horrible mm-hmm. because it goes in and it brings up all of the what's lessons. next to be looked at yeah are we gonna yes mm-hmm. and I just feel heavy and awful and now it's to the point where I can do it and immediately feel my heart open my feet ignite and an instant rush of love come through me and then I'll go to my email and I'll have all kinds of these confirmations right mm-hmm. people offering me offering me gratitude for things or people saying mm-hmm. nice things to me or, or money will show up <laughs> you know so you know it, it's the more you do it the easier it gets Yes. The immediate the feedback is, and in, and there's not as much, um, much of the less than that. Right. Right. The quicker that old tapes of when we start to judge our body, something you know, catch it quicker. Ah, you know, and can let it go and go right into the gratitude and into the love. But those are old tapes, you know, and they've been running our whole lives. Many of them are very generational. And so, you know, having mercy, you know, that's, that's true self-love is, can I love all aspects of who I am? You know, some of these wonky, you know, dark pieces and love it all, accepting it all, just accepting. I see you and I accept you just as you are. And that is very healing. Or, or, or the judgments. The judgments is the big piece. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the first thing that comes forward, I think, when anyone looks in the mirror. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And and then learning to love yourself as the judger. Right. You know, loving loving judgments. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Starting by just not denying. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a funny thought when you were saying how, you know, well, you had that beautiful manifestation of a mirror. Well, then. Who's taking all my reading glasses? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> oh, what are you not seeing? What are you not wanting well, to see? 
Yeah. Why? Why? Are, oh, maybe they're taking away, but there's a close up. Yeah, the really close up. Taking up your ability to see. No, because uh, I've had. I didn't have many of them showing up, so I many of them, so I use them. Not all disappearing, but disappearing your ability to see what is it you're not seeing i I had kind of the opposite thing too when my son and and watch out for your kids guys they're really good at showing you what you need to look at so um when my my youngest son was just here um he had glasses but he hadn't been wearing them and the whole time he was with me, he put them on. He's like, oh, I haven't been wearing these. I need to wear them. And it was so odd for me to see him in glasses. But he was showing me that I'm going to, I'm willing to start looking deeper at myself. And not only that, but before this, he wasn't wanting to look at some of the older pictures of when he was younger because he went through a traumatic divorce experience. It was hard for him. And he wasn't wanting to even acknowledge his younger days in his school. And like, I don't want to talk about it. Right. That that's, that's the step of, I don't want to see. Right. right. He was showing me too, that I didn't want to look at that because it was painful for me as well. Oh, for sure. He, he was reflecting that to me. And so as, so he was showing me like, well, he was here. He's like, he put his glasses on, made sure I had pictures, Mom, take out the old photos. I want to see them. I want to see them. Yes, yes. And right after he left, I had so much healing around all of that because I was willing to look at it. And he was reflecting Mm -hmm. that back to me. Mm -hmm. So it's um, our mirrors go deep. I mean, they're mirrors mirrors and mirrors. And when you begin, when you become able to master the mirrors in a way. I mean, you don't want to focus on it because it can consume you, mm-hmm. but at some point your awareness just goes, Oh, 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 oh you know, <laughs> got it. Got it. Yes. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Very quickly. And then just let go, you know, not to have to stay mired in something or only one perspective and just, yes. Thank you for the lesson. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, well, it looks like um, if you don't have anything to add, you, do you have anything more you have to add, or does anyone have nothing, any anything questions? asking in the chat? I nothing else is. We kind of touched on several of the little areas that um, were in top of the my, my mind. Yep, and, and even that just flowed that weren't part. Of it. Yes, <laughs> may some of our experiences. Um, yeah shed some light for you i hope in some way <laughs> yeah okay well i'm gonna pull um a couple cards of clarity and um because they're always fun yeah how many cards should i pull? i see two do you see two all right, right. and so this is for the group here what we are most needing to hear what are we most needing to here today? Yes. Here today. All right. Okay. Here's our first card. Oh. Can you see this? I, I can't see. I can't see. see. <laughs> you to get closer. No. I'm not the benevolent ones, but what number is it? Oneness. Ah, 
oneness. Yes. And that's really this retrograde is about. Yes. Right. It's about the reborn, reactivate. Mm-hmm. Um, Seeing. That last word. Right? Reborn, mm-hmm. reactivate and. Re- be ready. 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 <laughs> okay. So we've got the oneness card. And here's the other one. Compassion, another benevolent ones. Ah, yeah, a lot of, lot of benevolent energy. So, and the um, numbers on top are um, two is the compassion, and twelve is the oneness. And mm. so, sense is the compassion is the key to the oneness, and compassion. You know, so much what we talked about. Exactly. That's just what I was going to say. That's so much what it goes back to. Can we have that? That compassion around for ourselves, really the loving ourselves enough to put ourselves first and have clear boundaries Mm -hmm. is part Mm -hmm. of oneness. It's the piece of the Mm -hmm. balance that Mm -hmm. uh, when we give ourselves away, we are literally out of balance with our giving and our receiving. Mm -hmm. And that's when we really take on a lot of energies. So, um, Compassion is really the gateway to the oneness, you know, one of them yes. anyway. Yes. So let me re- let me read the benevolent one's compassion because I don't want to destroy the purity of how it came in. <laughs> okay, benevolent ones to compassion. True compassion is the moment when you empower your gifts for their highest use without feeling you need to give them away. <laughs> How perfect is that? Cal, you know, (laughs) no worries. Time is now for you to move forward with that which you already know. The dismissible voice inside of you is calling loudly. Offer this voice the compassion of paying attention to what it is saying. In this way, you will empower this expression of energy rather than being swallowed by it. This discernment is in and of itself a compassionate act. Learn from it and share your good fortune liberally and lovingly. Yes. And where do we notice that as we read that? Where in the body did we notice in ourselves? I know what it's saying for me. What's (laughs) beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, that's so much about when you've opened your boundaries or you're doing something, um, that you don't want to be doing, but you're doing it anyways, and you're not voicing it, you're really being swallowed by that energy rather than, you know. Okay, and then um, compassion, right, is the key to the oneness. And the oneness, benevolent ones, 12, is the many gifts of allness are expressing themselves in our world now. It is time to be present with the recognition that the breathing out of all experience has been the preparation to return to the one experience. Your call to action is here. The time is now to recognize that we are all connected. Every action taken by another directly affects the whole. Begin by simply reviewing a recent action and the impact that it has had on those around you. Let yourself expand your view ever more. Accept the allness of this world is a prompt reunification into oneness. From this place, you can solve anything and feel the truth of your situation. Beautiful. And that's such a beautiful reminder, as you mentioned, as you spent more time with the mirror, you know, what you see coming back to you. 
so that each person knows as they honor their boundaries, their energy, there's a ripple effect in all benefits. It truly is a gift for all. Yes, absolutely. Okay, guys, thank you for listening today. It's been our honor and pleasure. To connect with you all there in the chat and those listening later, we appreciate you. Send you love. Yep, yep. And if you haven't already, go into Oneness Talk Radio YouTube and subscribe to our channel and spread the word. We need more viewers out there. Uh, Oneness Talk Radio does such a great service, has great hosts. They're all here to be of service strictly to uplift humanity and, you know, really for no other reason than that. And so our intentions are all pure. And so we would like to, you know, get us out there to more people. So please go in and subscribe. And, you know, thank you all for listening. Have a fabulous week. Namaste. Namaste.